Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, spending the whole week in the beanbag because I am not okay. Uh, so the Peter Cushing movies, uh, everyone has uh, been sending some lovely nostalgic thoughts about them, which has been great. Um, I really enjoyed going to see them at the cinema. And, you know, it was so weird. Justin uh, Hamilton, who I went with. Um, oh, by the way, I'm doing a gig. I know I don't do gigs anymore, but I'm doing a gig. Uh in September for Justin's uh, birthday, uh, he's doing uh, a special podcast recording in his hometown in Adelaide uh, at the Rhino Room. It's uh, I think it's the 16th of September. Um, I'll be there uh, as well, Justin, obviously. It's his show. He's recording an episode of the Big Squid podcast that he does um, that I've been a guest on a couple of times. Also, I think uh, Tom Gleason's going to be there. Um, some other big names that haven't been mentioned yet. Rove will be there. He's been mentioned. But I know there's a couple of other names yet to be revealed. Um, um, but it's going to be berserk. Uh, so, yeah, I don't do gigs uh, anymore, but um, I'm coming out of semi-retirement to do a spot <laughs> or something. I, I think I'll, maybe I'll just turn up in the podcast recording. Maybe I'll manage to fall off the lineup and I won't have to do a stand-up spot. Because um, <laughs> it's been years. Like, I've done one since 2018. Like, all my jokes are probably very, very offensive now. Um Anyway, if you're in Adelaide, uh, I'd love to see you there. Um, just head to Justin's Big Squid podcast or the Rhino Room. Uh, I think they you can get tickets from the Rhino Room in Adelaide. Um, but, yeah, it's, just look it up online. <laughs> just Google it. Just do a joogle. Um, so, yeah, that's my announcement this week. Um, <laughs> now, we have been watching the the Peter Cushing movies. And you know what I found, which was delightful? Um, I was going back through some old uh, Doctor Who magazines uh, and found that Jacqueline Rayner and Russ Leach was the artist. Um, it's... 
So it was an episode of just, you know, in the middle of the regular Doctor Who comic, they just had a one-off where it was the Peter Cushing Doctor with his granddaughter Susan <laughs> um, fiddling about in the TARDIS. And then uh, <laughs> some guy comes over making a delivery and he falls over that... Doctor and Susan are trying to work out what came first, the chicken or the egg, but the Doctor is, you know, saying chicken as the like the scientific name for chicken, cluckers, cluckers, or whatever it is. I know that's not actually what it is. I'm making things up. Um, uh, so this Vince character does a full Ian and falls over onto the dematerialization lever thing. Um, and so then they end up on a different planet and they find the mechanoids. And you know how <laughs> it's a weird thing with the movies because, you know, he's called Doctor Who. That's his surname. They just get like things slightly wrong. So they're spelled mechanoids instead of mecha with an A. It's with an O. Um, it's just really cute. Uh, anyway, there's a lot of running around trying not to get killed by the mechanoids um, and flying a hover car around. It's... it's it's just a really cute comic book. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I was like, if any, if you're not reading comic books, maybe that's something I could do for my bonus episodes on Patreon. I can read comic books for you so you don't have to and explain it all. Not the way I've tried to explain this one, which is not well. Um, <laughs> I like do it properly. Um, but let me know if that's something you'd be interested in going into uh, patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. Um, so, yeah, we've uh, it was just a very cute detour in the comic to go to the, the movie world. Um, Carl has posted in the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group, uh, great theories on the old movies. But I can't imagine Rose letting Handy Doctor go off exploring on his own. And I don't like the idea of him out-aging her. What if someone in the future with better access to technology finds one of those Cyberman thingies that Jackson Lake found in the next Doctor? Convinced he is the Doctor. He had more time to build a simple TARDIS instead of a big balloon. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, a bit confused, he goes to Coal Hill and abducts an innocent schoolgirl named Susan. Two other teachers, coincidentally named Ian and Barbara, before seeking to vanquish his greatest enemy. Later, he even works out where his timeline crosses that of a young wolf on the beat as he returns to Earth to swap out a belligerent Ian. Uh, we're yet to see the real Doctor catch up with this renegade. <laughs> Leave, wipe his memory, leaving him to think he is a fine actor in the mid-1950s and also wipe Will's memories of his adventures in the future. Um, that is a very convoluted story, but I love it. <laughs> um... So, yeah, let's... <laughs> uh, Paul has said an email as well about the uh, the movies. Um, so, Doctor Who and the Daleks, he says, the pros are production values are film worthy, younger Susan worked well, and the director using continuous shots instead of cutting makes for better watching. Um, the cons were Barbara's scream. Oh, look, you've got to have a screaming woman in Doctor Who in the 60s. It's just the rules. Um, the accuracy to the episodic story was disappointing and the TARDIS was a mess of wires. Um, Paul loves the TARDIS. He actually sent me an email um, earlier this year where he went, watched a whole bunch of episodes to see how many minutes in each one they spent inside the TARDIS and... Um, yeah, and he realised season 11, which is the first uh, 
Jodie Whittaker series um, that there's they spend the least amount of time in there. I mean, she doesn't even have the TARDIS for the first two episodes, which, you know, will cut down your minutes severely. Um, uh, but uh, Paul says, I have mixed feelings on this film. Visually beautiful. Susan, I found, was the standout. Uh, the Dalek base has interesting features and the Daleks themselves looked great. Uh, Peter Cushing was disappointing as at times he looked to be imitating William Hartnell. He didn't come through as the star of the show. Ian was a bumbling fool. Oh, Ian! Uh, <laughs> so you have to say it when you watch it. Um, and Barbara was just there. Uh, after watching season one, this felt like an insult to Barbara, Ian and the Doctor. Yeah, because the TV characterizations are really intricate. Like, for the time that it was made, they were, you know, quite forthright. Also, Susan's quite older and is very alien like she's you know she seems not to be very human um and Ian is great like he's such a you know he's like one of my favorite uh Doctor Who um websites for a while was uh (laughs) Adventures with the Wife in Space (laughs) where uh a, a guy was making his wife watch Doctor Who from beginning to end and she would just she would just rag on it mainly. Um, but sometimes she absolutely loved it. And she was like, oh, why isn't this show called Ian? Because <laughs> he does everything. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the movie characterizations were very much simplified. So, I totally agree with that. Um, he says, uh, this is a bland story. The Daleks are a villain past their time. During Classic Who, they may have been threatening, but viewing them in 2022 is unsatisfying. Uh, the story was way too close to the layout of the episodes. It seemed like a remake of the episodes in colour with a different cast. Um, then a new adventure brought to the silver screen. I mean, that's essentially what it was. Uh, you know, back then, Paul, they were making, I think they did 50 episodes a year. Uh in and a year is 52 weeks. So they had a fortnight off. I mean, they used to give the actors some different holidays. So they've been knocked unconscious and be gone for, for a week. <laughs> why, is he, why is he under the blanket for a week? Because it's a stand-in. Um, but yeah, they made 50 episodes a year and it was punishing. So there's no way they would have been able to take time off to make a movie. Like they wouldn't have had the spare three or six weeks or however long they took to make it um because they did it almost direct to to tape like they would just do it almost live in the studio there was not much cutting because they couldn't afford it because they didn't have the technology um but yeah i know like we make 30 or 40 episodes of hard quiz in the season sometimes and it is punishing um so (laughs) he says the tardis was an absolute catastrophe wires everywhere (laughs) laboratory looks and a lever to initiate um also referenced as tardis and not the tardis uh the thals were dull <laughs> though that wasn't surprising as i don't believe there were all that much in the episodes no the, the thals are a bit nothing um <laughs> someone watching this without seeing the series would have enjoyed it more stargate the series and stargate the movie have similarities but watching the series first and then the movie would feel like a step down a new dalek story even with a different cast may have come across better um oh thank you so much paul um we're going to get on to more of your thoughts and your theories oh and just quickly uh before i go i've written a piece 
for the Doctor Who Club of Australia um, magazine, the Data Extract, which comes out every month or two. Uh, and you can find that if you're a member, it gets sent to you. But if you're a member of my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard, uh, I have popped it in there for you. It was a special treat. Um, so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, it was a fun thing to write. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.